celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the... G'day, g'day, and welcome to episode 67 of the Shit Dad Podcast, where we celebrate those parenting mistakes and breaks while talking all things fatherhood. I'm Nick, married father of a three, five, and a seven-year-old, and nobody calls me a growing boy anymore when I go for second helpings. Being a grown-up sucks. They say you're growing waist out instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, g'day, uh, <laughs> I'm Cam, father to a two-year-old and a four-year-old, uh, and this year I've made the fatal error of starting Elf on the Shelf. Oh, what have you done, Cameron? <laughs> well, technically it wasn't me. It was my wife. Um, and I've, I've lost interest about two nights in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. You've got to be creative like 30 yep, times. Yeah. Oh, is it right up until Christmas or yeah, December? I think. Uh, December. Oh, yeah. Probably Christmas. Yeah. Still 24 days worth of creativity. I know. I know. Mm. Hey, that's a cute little intro we've got now. Oh, I know, and I cooked it, so, <laughs> so we will get a lot sharper at that over the, the coming weeks, but uh, it's pretty ordinary. Uh, we do have, speaking of weeks, only two more episodes, including this one before Christmas. Mm. We're all taking a well-earned time off with the family, and um, as for the listeners, soz. Soz about it. Soz Dave's, about already, it. Dave's already Dave's gone. left. <laughs> <laughs> he, he left early. <laughs> no, I think uh, Dave will be back next, yeah, next week. Yeah, he's back next week for um, the last episode of the year. Yes, that'll be great. Uh, obviously, teachers have a very busy time of year this mm. year, so Godspeed, mate. Yeah. Um, I, I, I might actually add to that. If anyone mm. wants to hear anything um, specific for the last episode of the year, I, I challenge you to get involved and uh, give us a call yes. or a message. Final topics. Doesn't have to be Christmas related, New Year's, whatever it is. Definitely. Yeah. Get some shit off your chest before Christmas. Yeah. Let's do some dad jokes, Cameron. Hey, uh, I, uh, I've actually made my own while I was just in the toilet just then. <laughs> Epiphany dad yeah, jokes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, epiphany. Epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, what do you call really good jokes at the end of the year? Christmas crackers. Oh, that's actually really good. Yeah, I think so. Well, my boss asked me why I only get sick on work days and I told him it must be my weak immune, weekend immune system. <laughs> weekend immune system? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Where does Santa Claus go swimming? Oh, the North Hole. Swimming the North hole. Pool. Nice. That's good. These are all from Christmas crackers. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> I stole on the, the weekend. weekend. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I got hospitalised last week after the Christmas party due to a peekaboo incident. Um, they put me in the ICU. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Santa Claus married to? Who? Merry Christmas. Oh, That's shocking. <laughs> I've officially lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got two more ready. Okay. What goes O O O? What? Santa walking backwards. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say something like Mrs. Claus after, <laughs> bed, after they put the kids to bed. Yeah, on the 26th of December. <laughs> yeah. uh, and finally, what do you call a butcher's apprentice? A chop assistant. Oh, that's good. I oh, like that's that. Clever. Yeah. yeah. That's some quality cracker, mm. crackers jokes. Yeah. Definitely. Speaking of crackers, what a cracker of a drying day we had today. <laughs> Mate, you wait until Thursday, 39 degrees 39, apparently. is it coming? Yeah. Oh, my god! That's our Christmas party and we're doing outdoor lawn bowls, so oh. we're fucked. <laughs> Put the sprinkler on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a little uh, little Christmas soiree on the weekend. How good is an early December Christmas party? Because you know how hectic it, like mm. the month of December is and if you get it out of the way early, everybody's just relaxed and like... Oh, oh, 
I left the cooking until the morning off. Like, so we, yeah, yeah. No one's yeah exactly. Nobody's stressed about mm. what what you know they're doing the following day or the yeah. following weekend. It's actually at yeah. the, uh, good enough to be at the start. Oh, don't don't start doing this fucking thing again. I oh, know. Oh, this silly thing. I'm gonna have to take it back and get it fixed. Anyway, uh, really good ideas that came out of it was uh, so the jumping castle for the kids. Mm. So we did a secret Santa for the adults. Um, there was about 15, 16 of us there. Yep. Eight kids. And yep. so the kids present, in quotation marks, was the um, the jumping castle with the the hose put on it mm. with the big slide yep. and everything. They they were mad for it. They were on it all day. Yeah. Didn't even want to get off for lunch. Parents got some peace and quiet, a couple of beers, nice feed, and then we did our own parents' secret Santa. That's right. No no worrying about buying for them and all yeah. the, you know, the crap that they're probably going to leave behind. Oh, yeah. by the way, I left your stuff at home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um I'll bring it next week. World-class secret Santa gifts. That's gift. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also uh, I was fully expecting some of the kids to dislocate something or oh. axe themselves more than they did. They did pretty well yeah, not yeah. to actually hurt themselves. I'm yeah. actually really surprised because we've got a, a decent um, decent age gap of kids. So my the oldest was mine, he's seven, um, and the youngest was... Oh, like what? Like one, one, yeah. yeah. So, and they were all on the, the jumping castle. So I was really, like you say, sort of expecting the worst but... Glad for the best. Mm, yeah. Mm. Awesome. So um, today or this this week we are talking, we're keeping it a lot harder this week actually. Uh, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> uh, We've had some heavy weeks. We have some heavy weeks. <laughs> I think it's time to lighten it up a bit and uh, right before Christmas. And we're talking about where dads sleep. So we haven't really addressed this on the pod yet because <laughs> we have. Not like, as simple as you to shoot. No, exactly. Like. Mums do get the raw end of the stick in the sleep department, I think, for the most part. But the dads, when they're trying to pull their weight, really pull out the stops when it comes to sleep locations. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have a yarn about that and also a bit of holiday activity inspo. But first, um, let's talk a bit of social shit daddery. Uh, this week we had a couple of – we had three uh, shit dad share line that's our best week yet, I think. Shit dad share line moments. 07 30 40 95 45 if you want to dial in and leave a message. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, here we are, the first one to go. Hey, boys, it's Jimmy here. Just uh, listened to the latest podcast and uh, was having a laugh at the challenges of getting ready for school. And, um, yeah, just reminded me of one event in particular. It's... Um, yeah, like you said, always a constant challenge. But um, I'm reminded one time the uh, young fella, he's always uh, hard to get ready, but uh, we were continually battling and he would insist on putting his shoes on in the car on the way to school. <laughs> and I had fought against it, but uh, ended up giving up. And there was one particular time he had grabbed two of the same shoe, two right shoes. Uh, he didn't realise till halfway there and on the way there, he's uh, telling me and I, I thought after all these times, uh, time to go with an experiential learning uh, time and maybe that would help him remember. So I uh, said, you're going to uh, just go to school with, two shoes and maybe that'll help you remember and, um, <laughs> the girls were um, the older girls were checking it. are you really going to do that and I said don't worry girls he'll be all right 
Oh, today. that's strong. <laughs> anyway, I hope things go well going into the Christmas season. Uh, thanks for the yarns and all the best. Take it easy. Bye. That's, that's, uh, that's quality, Jimmy. Thank I love you. your work, Jimmy. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Two right shoes. <laughs> and he would have oh. done it, I'm sure, with the look on his face like, hey, hey, hey. hey. And then before he got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets from the back. Two wrongs definitely make it right. Uh, all right, we've also got another one here. Okay, guys, Chris here. Been listening for a couple of months. Really love what you're doing. Uh, the advice and support you give other blokes. Um, the way you're delivering it as well. Really comes across really easy to digest and take a lot out of it. Uh, a bit of a shit that moment, though. Young bloke, 14, went in for his appendectomy last week. And uh, he was getting pretty stressed out when he realised the surgery was going ahead. So, you know, tried the loving, the coddling, the reassuring, everything like that. Nothing was sort of working. His anxiety was just getting worse. So I pointed looked at him and said, hey, bud, and he goes, yeah, dad, it's a serious question for you. And he goes, yeah, yeah. I said, you died, can I have your PlayStation? Anyway, looked at me, thought he was going to cry. Then he started pissing himself up. <laughs> the tension out of it was great. Worst thing was that when his mum came back up, he, uh, he told her about it. Yeah, she wasn't as impressed. <laughs> anyway, keep up the good work, boys. Have a good one. Thanks. <laughs> On the PlayStation. <laughs> God, kids morbid. At what age did they become so morbid, hey? My, That's shocking. I reckon like half the games my kids play now are like zombies and like yeah. death and killing each other. Yeah, yeah. And, Ours are all oh, just dino- dinosaur games but not quite eating people yet but oh, i okay. assume that's what it'll progress oh to it'll next, have to so. yeah one just run around after each other two run away and while the other one's a zombie or the other like the newest one's huggy wuggy i don't know what that is <laughs> if anyone can enlighten me on uh the, and i think there's another character in whatever huggy wuggy's from called missy kissy <laughs> oh god so yeah it's freaking weird hey <laughs> anyway thanks for the calls thanks for the shit dad share line shit daddery and um yeah now, Nick, I um, I sh- we shared a few things on our socials last week, or maybe this week. Can't remember now, but uh, Spotify Wrapped has officially mm. launched for the year. Yeah, and that's the time of the year when most parents just actually realise how much of their Spotify has been taken over by their families. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you like me, where your number one artist was, you know, either the something like oh, for you it was probably the Macarena. No. Or the Wiggles. Or <laughs> Macarena was third. Yeah. Um, Encanto. That was oh, Encanto yep. got yep. a massive nudge. Bruno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruno. Yeah. Yeah, we were, for some reason, we were Wiggles. I didn't think we listened to them that much, but obviously the data doesn't lie. No. Um, ours is the most messed up thing. It's a real mixture of my music, which is good, my wife's, which is either <laughs> Beyonce or country music. Okay. Terrible. Ordinary. Or um, the kids' music. Yeah. And so a real blend there. But the exciting thing is that uh, we got to see some numbers from our own podcast. Yes. And so they do uh, Spotify Rap Podcast now. Awesome. Um, so a couple of things. Uh, and this is just more of a thanks and a shout out to, to you, the listeners. The listeners, yeah. Um, some really cool numbers coming through. So obviously this is just through Spotify, um, but we are the number one podcast for uh, almost 150 blokes. Uh, top five podcast for almost 800 blokes. Oh, I'm saying blokes, but probably a mix of men and women. Your mums as well, yeah. Um, shout out to Kim, who I know is, is was in those top five. Uh, and then top 10 for almost 1,200 fans. Heck so that's that? awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really good numbers there. Um, so once of- again, just a shout out to, to you and, and for, um, you know, everything that you do and, and yep. send through. It's, it's fantastic and we're going to keep going with it next year. Yep, definitely. And seeing those numbers, I really want to give it a big push and the, sh- uh, the shit dad share line. 
Yeah. Just send it in. We all fuck up, so why don't share it with the class and yeah. give everyone a, a bit of a, a chuckle and even if it's not that funny, like, yeah, send yeah. it in. Get it off your chest. It's good. And um, next year, obviously, there's going to be even more decent content coming through because it kind of dawned on me that I still haven't told the listeners the special news, mate. Mm. Uh, so a little Christmas gift for you all for listening. Uh, my wife and I are expecting our third baby in late February next year. Woo! Um, so it's going to be a boy and then we'll have the three and then we're done and I'm you getting sure the snap. So yes, I'm, I'm 100% <laughs> sure we've both agreed. Even every time I tell someone that number three is on the way, they're like, was that an accident? Or <laughs> that's generally the first really? reaction. Oh, yeah. Or, um, oh, are you okay? <laughs> oh, my God. You'd be surprised. A lot of parents are saying that. So, yes, it was planned. Thank you very much for asking. Oh, um, but, yeah, yeah, obviously we're stoked and can't wait to meet the little fella later yeah, next year. Also boys. Yes. Yeah, good. Yeah. Excellent. Add it, to the, add it to the boys club. How good is that? All right. I'm, I'm, I'm rattled now. That's good. <laughs> well, you already knew. <laughs> yeah, but I was just, yeah. I was just thinking about it. it good great. for the listeners, yeah. yeah. Great. Um, so just to, uh, you know, Nick mentioned the share line. Uh, yeah, please send in um, some some voicemails, some messages. If you don't want to do that, obviously hit us up on the Gmail, uh, shitdadpod at gmail.com or at shitdadpod on Instagram. Slide into the DMs there. Don't forget the Shit Dad podcast group on Facebook uh, and follow that uh, shitdaddery there. Uh, of course, leave those uh, five-star reviews on whatever podcast platforms you use. We've seen those flowing through across Spotify, across uh, Podbean and across uh, Apple Podcasts as well. So we love it when you leave those five-star reviews. Take two seconds, jump off, do it now, um, and we'll love you for that. Yep, definitely. And just um, reiterating the Shit Dad Podcast Shit Daddery group on Facebook. That's what it's actually called. If you can't find it, put the asterisk. Is it asterisk in the instead yeah. of the I? Yeah. yeah. So shit dad podcast dash shit daddery group, and we got seventy four members. But uh, would love to see that really punch up and people starting to get involved in our shit daddery. Nice one. Right. I think it's time to throw a bit of dad's corner in. Um, it's just like last week. We're going to talk about a bit of. Uh, we're going to do a bit of a live read and uh, a bit of Christmas present inspo. So um, I reckon we just kick it off. Let's do it. Right, <laughs> the fancy new music as well in the background. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about uh, Trademark there, Christmas box, one size fits all, currently 37% off, only $149. Check out Trademark.com and see all the swag that they jam into the box because I was really surprised how much they would get to actually get in there. Mm. So, definitely. Epic. Uh, Freddie & Co., they've got a site-wide sale up to $40 off selected playmats. Uh, the Australian Animal Alphabet and a modern version of the old school car mat. Don't uh, don't worry about what you need to get the kids for Christmas this year. Jump on Freddie and Co's website, have a look, get some awesome play mats. Freddieandco.com.au. You might want to be be quick though, because Christmas is uh, punching yeah. out real quick. So uh, let's talk about uh, this week's muck around present uh, present inspo. I've, uh, I've, I've come up with a budget bucket. <laughs> so you go to like your cheap shop or same again, your trash and treasure and get one of those um, buckets that, that like the Corona bucket that you get your yeah. um, all your beers in at the pub. Yeah. Uh, get a steel bucket and go to Dan Murphy's or one of those uh, type of discount liquor barns and find all your singles that are on special oh. for like <laughs> two bucks or two or three bucks and yeah. you spend maybe $30 and you can fill a bucket up. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And if you really want to fill it up for... It's like spend an extra ten bucks on a thing of favorites and just tip them all yes, in. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The budget bucket. That's, I like that. Thirty yeah. bucks. If you if you need some inspo. Yeah. 
Uh, and then finally, of course, uh, we wouldn't be here without our, our partners. Of obviously, Black Property Group. Um, shout out to Ant and the team for supporting us throughout this year. Uh, and as well as that, uh, of course, Smashing Fibers, who've been with us since the beginning of the podcast. Um, their Smashing Fibers site and their store are finishing up on the 22nd of December this year. Uh, so don't forget there's still time to get some really great, um, uh, really well-priced uh, exercise gear from smashingfibers.com.au. Awesome. And that wraps up Dad's Corner. Okay, so let's kick into our dad chats today, Camo. Um, I really want to. I want to bring this up. So the dad's guide to sleeping on the floor. I've stumbled across it on um, Direct Advice for Dads, their yes. Facebook page. They've yep. actually got a podcast as well. I don't yeah. think they're still going, and but the website's really good too. The website, yeah. yeah. Um, so all dads should go and have a quick squeeze at that. Uh, shout out to Direct Advice for Dads. But um, I'll just I'll, I'll sort of paraphrase the uh, the article and just dot point. All the funny places that dads or like the most common places that dads will find themselves sleeping yes. as a new father. Uh, <coughs> first one, sorry, excuse me. <coughs> I'm embarrassed, I'm not. All right, first one was with your hand jammed through the bassinet next to the bed while patting the baby to sleep. Do you, did you find yourself doing that one? Oh, yes, definitely. And it's the most awkward thing ever because you can't move any single which way. But, yep. you know, you've got to just make sure you don't stop either patting them or touching them because they'll know. And this is the bassinet next to the bed, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is the cot but you're on the floor. Yep. Remember that one? Yep. Yep. I've got a hack for that one. I think it's pretty widely known and I think a lot of dads do it. But yeah. Just keep a pillow under the cot. Of course. You have yes. to. Yep. Yeah. I yep. think, and it's a, it's a few rough sleeps until you realise you should do it. Yeah. <laughs> We've we've been going through that recently, which I'll touch on in a moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the next one is the car when you finally get the baby to sleep. Um, See, I haven't done that one as much. I don't know about your kids, but um, they felt they've fallen asleep in the car, but it's not really been one that we've resorted to later at night. I know some dads do. Yeah, uh, one of ours was a real mad car sleeper. Yeah. So we we almost as far as go as not sorry almost go as far as not driving anywhere um, if he hadn't slept oh, yeah. or like we'd time a drive we were going somewhere for his sleep time yeah um, to make sure that yeah he, yeah because you know as soon as you drive up the street he'd be asleep <laughs> you're like, oh for God's sake. yeah um, but yeah I, I think it's you can get pretty creative with that one because once you get your kid to sleep you don't really want to stop the car but you can keep it running. Mm. So you just have to be really strategic where you keep it running. Obviously, don't do it in your garage because you'll, yes. uh, you'll suffocate <laughs> on fumes. Yes. But, <laughs> uh, like Leave driveway. The garage door open. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Driveway uh, is good. Funny story. Uh, we got called to actually as a pretty of a bit of a morbid ish story, potentially morbid story. Uh, we got called to a. Um, a female who was stuck in her car mm. or was unconscious apparently in her car um, with a baby in it. So we all automatically went into like, oh, my God, like adrenaline mode and we got there and started knocking on the door, which the caller didn't do for some reason, the triple zero mm. caller didn't do. And, um, yeah, she just woke up and goes, oh, yeah, no, sorry. I was just having a little sleep. It's been it's been hectic at home. She's like, you fuckers, you, you woke me up. Yeah, you assholes. I haven't slept in days. <laughs> <laughs> so just minding her own business, having a little kip. Baby was asleep wow. as well and yeah. Oh, that would have been a sigh relief. <laughs> it was it for is, us, yeah, yeah. Not, not for her. Uh, yeah, so definitely the car sleep, just be strategic where you, where you get it done. Um, co-sleeping with a restless toddler, we sort of still go through this one. 
Um, don't know if, how do you go with the the coast lady? Yeah, depends if this the some nights where we bring them into the bed. My this is one of the biggest things that's happening at the moment where my wife and I butt heads. Mm. Um, I'm pretty firm and strict on not bringing them in. Yeah, because I think that then leads to leads you down a route where um, if it's something that you don't want, you, it's harder to get out of because um, they're just used to it. Even if you do it for a week, they've had enough of a a habit now formed, they're going to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people like doing the co-sleeping and that's fine. They do it like for, for quite a while. Um, but for me, obviously, I, I just, whenever they're in the bed, no matter what age, I just can't sleep myself. So yeah. it's like my own sanity. I need to get them in their own cots, yeah. Yeah, but you sort of, I think the worst part about it is you get used to them sleeping. So I sometimes just roll over and be like, oh, oh fuck it, whatever, and yeah. just let it happen yeah. until it's it's hard to wake up then. Because you like there might be three in the bed in my situation, and I wake up and go, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Yeah. I'm like getting kicked and scratched and <laughs> yeah, pushed, and, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, and for they're putting their faces right next to oh, yours." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, so you get into it, even a habit for a week, and then they're all doing it, and yeah. then somehow you, you're not waking up properly, and you just can't be bothered taking them back to their bed, and then yeah. all of a sudden they're sleeping in your bed, and you're like, "No, nah, this isn't good." Went through a stage where I was just taking them back religiously. And then like for four days, my four days off and then I'd go to work for my night shifts and come back after my two night shifts and be like, why are they back in the bed? Yeah. Oh, I was just, I just didn't wake up. It was too easy to <laughs> not. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, why did I just bother with that four days of Yeah, that'd be tough. Shit sleeps. Yeah, if you're not there for four nights at a time, you know, it's harder for you to manage that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, two nights. Yeah, yeah. Two nights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Um, the next one was the land. Oh, these, now I think we bring our own individualised ones in. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's what we covered, the hand through the bassinet, big tip there, don't stop padding. <laughs> yeah. You're probably going to wear a couple of crappy night's sleeps. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is why a lot of especially first-time dads get bad backs because mm. you uh, you go from probably like being moving quite moving quite a lot before yeah. pre-kids, then when you have them it's, you might slow down a bit because you're a little bit more housebound sometimes. Mm. Then uh, having to bend over and pat a baby for quite a while to sleep, yeah. uh, whether you're lying next to it sleeping or even if it's just 6 o'clock at night and you're just trying to put them to bed, mm. um, constantly just hunched over patting them. So that's yeah. where a lot of that's, that's where I got my bad back. Yeah, my bad back. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's kind of a bit of a trap and hence why it would make a lot more uh, sense sometimes to be like, wait a minute, if I can somehow lie down here, yeah. shove my arm through and pat them, yeah. happy days. Perfect. Yeah. Everybody wins. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, on the floor next to the cot, a couple of tips, like we said, pillow and if it's winter, a little blankie. Yep, yep. Don't forget your blankie. What about floorboards? So we've got floorboards in our house. Oh. Um, we've got rugs and things like that. But uh, the next evolution of the pillow under the cot or the bed is the little thin mattress as well. Once again, this is where you start to fall into that territory of like, you know, getting too comfortable there and then that's the, yeah. kind of the habit and the routine. So uh, that, well, that's been suggested to me by my wife but I'm like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Do your kids have the um, the little Disney couches, the fold-out couches yes. on the yeah, floor? Yeah, yeah. I, went, I got into a habit of sleeping on them. <laughs> I'll drag that over to the couch. Yeah, yeah, which even if you've got <laughs> two of them, clock. you cannot fit on. <laughs> no. I think it was more of like a extended pillow. Yeah. So and the shoulders had a bit of so my shoulders weren't hunched over trying not to be sore on yeah. the, the carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that definitely helps. The car, yeah, bit of a yeah, it's a weird one. You try not to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, save your sleep till night if you can. <laughs> uh, co-sleeping with a restless toddler. I'm against it. Cam sounds like you're yeah. against it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 
Uh, we're not professionals, obviously, so no. we've got no techniques to, oh, no. to get it. My technique is I put them back in their bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, don't, then don't rely on your wife to continue the... Um, yeah. Yeah. And I get as many uh, naps as I can in on the couch. Yeah. Okay, so even still, like with a three, five and a seven-year-old, I'm like trying my hardest not to – I'm like telling her not – I've got my little girl, my mystery on a Monday yeah. and she, if she sleeps during the day, she doesn't sleep until like 9 o'clock at yes. night. Yeah. So she'll still be awake now while we're recording. Wow. Yeah, it's hectic. But um, my point is I'm like trying really, really hard to not get her to sleep but then I put something she wants to watch on the TV so I can have like 15 <laughs> minutes sleep. <laughs> I think that's – Perfectly fine yeah. uh, during the day, if my on the weekend, if my son's sleeping, if my daughter's having a little bit of just quiet iPad time in her room. Mm. Oh, you know, what else do I need to do? Exactly. <laughs> Can't the lawn to wake him up. Yeah. <laughs> rude not to. Uh, and on the hallway floor, have you done that oh, one? No, no. So when you're sort of migrating away from the sitting, lying next to their bed or the cot, I went to lying outside the door. Yep. And then, but I just, because you can't go on your phone while you're in their room because it's too bright. Yeah. You can do it in the hallway. It's great. <laughs> just, I end up lying there for like half an hour to yeah. 45 minutes, yeah. Well, that's i got a story about that. My father-in-law always tells the story of they, his, uh, you know, my wife and her siblings were similar where they you know, would all want to be able to see him. Mm. Um, and he's a big, he's a tall guy, he's, I think six six five or something. Um, and he would, he's so tall, he would lie in the hallway so that he could, uh, they could all see his, like part of his body or his legs or whatever, but then he would, uh, strategically position himself where his head could see the television oh, and he could watch good. sport. So he could be lying in the hallway, they could see, all see him and then he could watch the sport. <laughs> that's real good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So that's a little uh, hack if you're that tall. <laughs> yeah, stretch real good. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Gano? What you got? Uh, my biggest thing at the moment, um, it's, it's, almost, it's almost one of those things, as soon as you brought this to- topic up for me last night, it, the shit hit the fan and they were all like... You know, both kids were just losing in the middle of the night. Mm. Um, so my wife and I were tag teaming. Um, daughter kind of calmed her down. She gets growing pains and, mm. you know, just kind of give her a heat pack and calm her down. My son, uh, he was absolutely losing it, um, wanting to come into our room. And I said, you know, I've, I've, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty yeah, strict. Flat I'll, out, I'll go and put him yeah. out. Yeah. Put him back in and I'll just repeat that. And he'll get up, get out, walk out. Okay, no, come back into your bed. And I'll just repeat it, repeat it. Fourth, fifth, sixth time until, all right, they kind of get the picture and they're mm. too tired anyway to slide down and go to sleep. That's generally how it happens. I yeah. know it's not the same every every time. Um, but then my wife said, I'm going to go, I'm going to get him and bring him to bed. And I was like, all right, well, if you do that, I'm going to sleep on the couch. So I was literally, all right, she brought him in. I went in and out on the couch and then they had the whole bed to themselves. Of course, he slept like right next to her. Yeah. Um, I tried to get some sleep, but he was still a bit of a, a mess. An hour passes, no one's really getting much sleep and I'm just like, all right, my turn, go put him into bed two, two, two or three times and then he, he fell asleep there. So nice. yeah. I, for me, it's just about that persistence you yeah. know, and, and just being quite firm and just like, no, we need to sleep in our bed, get some sleep, you sleep in yeah. yours. Um, but, of course, there's some nights where you just cave and you're just like, fuck it, just come yeah. in, you know. Yeah. So by no, means, by no means am I perfect but that's kind of my general attitude to Some it. days it's so hard to yeah. stay strong. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Right, that's where Dad sleep. <laughs> um, to round that out, I've got a. a show, I'm going to show you guys just during the week. Uh, this is I've read this online. A haiku about a dad's life. Cool. I am so tired, 
where did all my money go? My back is hurting. <laughs> and I read that and I just could not stop laughing. Do you that's remember basically what, me. What's a- <laughs> that's, that resonates with a lot of dads. <laughs> what's a haiku? It's, uh, I think it goes five, seven, five. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Smart. All right. Uh, holiday activities, inspo. This is this uh, episode is going a bit longer because we're just like we get into it, hey, mm. just, and it's good because I think I could talk for an hour on the shit I do with my kids out um, for holidays. On so. holidays, yeah. No, we'll keep this quick. It's keep more it just brief, kind of yeah. thought starters, uh, uh, especially this time of year during summer. Obviously, people want to get out and about. You go first. Um, well, obviously, yeah, my kids are a little younger. We're only just at the stage where pre-kids we were, you know, camping a lot. We've got all the gear. Um, perfectly suited to, you know, dinks, yeah. you know, all the nice little things. Now with kids, we still haven't quite reached that point. We're yeah. talking about it, but now with this new one on the way, I still don't think we're realistically going to go camping anytime soon. So we might be a couple of years off that. Yeah. However, we still really enjoy it. We like going to caravan parks. So at the moment, um, our interim, whether it's a long weekend, whether it's a bit longer, um, an interim holiday is just cabins. So yeah. Two room, usually you get some pretty decent cabins. We're going to go to Alexandra Head this weekend. Yep. Uh, stay, then, you know, a bunch, bunch lined up right next to each other, right near the beach. Um, you, get the, you get the pool, uh, you get the playground there at the caravan park. Yeah. Um, you get the air conditioning Perfect. in the, yeah. obviously, in the, and all the rooms in the cabins. Especially so, for the pregnant wife. That's right, yeah. yeah. So I think at the moment, because you know what it's like, you go away and you've got so much shit. Yeah. You've got all your beach stuff. You've got the pod on the roof, on the roof racks. If yeah. you've got a trailer, you're towing that. Um, un- unbelievable amount of shit for usually what's two nights. Yeah. Um, so cabins are a good way to ease into that until you just don't need as much shit. Yeah. <laughs> or you get a bigger car. Absolutely. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Uh, <coughs> I'm going down the, um, the holiday activity route for uh for this one and i'm gonna go with backyard play so as far as that goes you've just got to be like bandit from bluey for like a half a day you know and just just embrace it you don't have to do it every single day of the holidays but i usually try and do you know like most days of the week if i can do two or three activities with them outside and just like embrace it for half an hour for each one i feel like that's a good day you know yeah so got a couple of ideas for your dads First one's gladiators. Get pool noodles. Yeah, beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Go, it works a treat. Bike Honestly. helmets or or none. Oh yeah, if you want to play that that, uh, that card, yeah, I don't usually. I just let them go to town. <laughs> good. Um, Ninja warrior. Oh yeah, we have a rock wall, mm. um, and one of those trampolines that you can sort of walk around, like climb around the outside. So I just set up an obstacle course, and they go ninja warrior, and that, and I time them so I don't have to do shit. Yes. I just sit on the on the like nice comfy grass with my phone out, like, pretending to time them, <laughs> and then I'll just like yell out a random number, and they're like, "I beat you!" I'm like, "No, no, you." It was a it was a tie that time. And, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good. Um, obviously, the old old release the hounds uh, yep. for new listeners. That's where you stand uh, with them at one end of the yard, kick the ball. One of them runs and gets it and has to get back to you without getting tackled by the other one. Yep. So you release the hounds once they touch the ball. Uh, oh, what do we got? We had another one. Um, oh, we got a little bocce set. Just oh, yeah. anything, yeah. you know, just anything outside that's keeping them busy for half an yeah. hour. Yeah. Um, and the less you have to do, the better. Any sprinkler related or pool games that yeah. come to mind? On the trampoline, yeah. Yep. Sprinkler, sprinkler on the trampoline. We've got Classic. a slip yep. and slide for up the side of the house. Oh, that yeah. always goes yep. down a treat. 
um, I just get the hose out and water the garden and I say um, something like laser tag. I say water tag and I'm just like, all right, run away, I'm going to get you. <laughs> and just like I'll just keep watering the garden and then I'll just aim the hose at them for a split <laughs> second and they sprint away. That's it. There's some, there's some activities <laughs> that require more effort than Yeah, exactly. Than others, yeah, so. definitely. Oh, that's awesome. I think that's a good idea, especially with your kids are a bit older, yeah, school-age kids because you mm. don't don't want them just to sit on the computer all day yep. or on screens. My um, my, my nephew, he wrote on his calendar, went to their house on the weekend, uh, wrote on the calendar of every, all, you know, each day's activity that he was going to do. <laughs> and from about mid-December, I guess, when he's on holidays, it says computer, 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 no. computer, computer. And then when they're at the beach, it says get wet, get wet, get wet, get wet. And then when they get back, computer, computer. Oh, computer. wow. Um, obviously, they're not going to let him do that, yeah, but that's yeah, his perception yeah. of his what, holidays. That's what he be. thinks is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, another one I've got that really sort of relates to to school-aged kids, I think, is a – but like not – like probably cuts off about the grade five-ish mark uh, is a parks tour. Oh. <laughs> if you've got a heap of parks in your around where you live, chuck, jump on the scooters. And even if you if you want to get that into it, do a bit of a treasure map. Yeah. That they have to follow. Yeah. And say, oh, we're going to this park first, and we have to find and collect things. So and so. Yeah, that's a good one. And you can't you carry the bucket, and they've just got to chuck whatever you've got to find in the bucket. Yeah. Easy. That's great. And I then like you get that. a bit of exercise yeah. as well. It could be like a stick, a rock. Yeah. 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 A feather. Find a feather. Yeah. 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 And uh, they go mad for that stuff. So. Well, one one last one for me as well today at work, of course, on work time using the work equipment, Beautiful. I printed out some coloring Christmas coloring books for the kids. <laughs> So I printed out four versions for the for the nep- the nephews and nieces and, and the kids and their yep. siblings. Um, stapled them all together on a work call. I was like, yeah, I'm paying attention. Staple, staple, staple. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, just you know, trying to get use of a bit of non-screen time again, coloring in, keep it Christmas themed. Awesome, yeah. I love that. And also at work, do you sort of try really hard to cover up the the noises of non-work? Like where every time you staple, do you cough or? <laughs> <coughs> No, nah, not really. No, I don't tell care. everyone what I'm doing. <laughs> Anyone want one? Also, <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. I'm on to, I'm actually interested in continuing that next week mm. if you're happy to, because I've got a friggin' enormous list. Yeah, and I think uh, a few dads may be happy with the outcome. Yes, and I think we can get into a few things around beach, uh, mm. beach holiday hacks as well. Yeah, cool. Right. <laughs> Just been playing We're around with a bit of new music. <laughs> cheeky, cheeky. No, All right. Real. You know what's real cheeky? What? Get ready to hear about the sports you love most from a guy who doesn't love sport as much as you. It's the Shit Dad Sports Rap. With me, Cam. <laughs> I love that bit. All right. Now, let me dig this up. So for any listeners who don't know, Nick and Dave put together some sports headlines of whatever's happened in that past week and then I read them out. I don't know what I'm reading and uh, hopefully I can get through it this week instead of getting into a fit of laughter like last week and crying. (laughs) All right. Australia has defied the odds at the World Cup and reached the round of 16, almost mounting an enormous comeback against one of the tournament favourites all the while making the country prouder than a dad after his kid asks him to pull their finger for the first time. Is it worth watching now we're out? 
So oh, definitely, we're talking. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the football, or soccer yeah. World Cup. Yeah. Yep. So um, yeah, even mate, even I watched it. Yeah. That's how that's how exciting I think the World Cup is. Yeah. yeah. The the country was behind them. Eh? Yeah. It was so good. It was it, incredible. People yeah. who like at work who know that. Like I know hate soccer. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was so exciting. <laughs> it was and at awesome. a reasonable hour probably helped yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I must say that I did use the school hall um, to I'd get a bunch of lads together and go go in and watch it at one o'clock for the so Tunisia good. game. Yeah. And it was just so good. Because it happens once every four years. Where so. do you do it? On a big screen, yeah. big projector? Or it was on a big projector with yeah. surround sound. It was so good. Nice. And when they when we scored, I'd we're, like all, like there was only ten of us, but we just went apeshit. It was awesome. <laughs> Even that um, of the Argentina Australia game, that last five minutes of, yeah. of I think it was seven minutes of extra time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a nail biter as well. Yeah. They they had, they had probably had two maybe two good really good chances in there in the last couple yeah. of minutes. We yeah. should have like could have and probably should have scored. Yeah. Like, well, that was their chance, right? Yeah. So without yeah. that, you know, that it's it's okay to be beaten by Argentina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why it's a bit of a softer blow to the the general public. It's because mm. we almost almost tied it up, almost yeah. scored, and they they didn't really sit back and take it, even though um, it did come from a mistake from the goalkeeper. They just kept pushing right up until the 97th minute and it yeah. took a world-class save from Argentina, the goalkeeper, to, yeah. to keep us out. I want to add, touch on that as well. Um, I know a lot of people don't really – like the people that don't really like soccer, that's fair enough. You don't – but the keyboard warriors were unbelievable. All oh, the carry-on about Matt Ryan's yeah. mistake. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? He's the only reason we're in the round of 16. <laughs> he made about 400 saves in each group. group it's save. easy to blame, oh, blame the goalie, God. isn't it? Is, are you saying that as well as being an ex-goalie? you got a little yeah, soft spot you gotta look, Yeah, you got to look out. <laughs> <laughs> Goalies look out for each other, mate. Yeah, it's like a club. <laughs> now, is this also a really big deal because I don't know when, 2006 when yep. we played Italy? Uh, there was it was round round of sixteen as it well, was round right? Of 16, yeah. And so that was our chance, and we were actually what there was a lot of. We thought we were cheated out of it because of the, the um, penalty, the, the right? dive, yeah, yeah. The Italian yeah. dive. Yeah. yeah, obviously this is a much better way to lose. If there's a better way to lose, probably yeah, because we sort of we just kept fighting to the the last minute, and we weren't sort of we didn't lose because of a. A cheating yeah. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Who weren't even in the World Cup this year? No, yeah, well, it's, I'm happy qualify. to say that no, they missed out on the qualification. Yeah, well, there we go. Yeah. Um, but, yes, the answer to that, is it worth, still worth watching now that we're out? Yes. I, it's at 5 or 6 a.m. Shit, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what they made flash score for a reason, so you yeah. can check the score of the 1 o'clock game and watch the 5 o'clock game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Australian cricket team didn't get out of our second gear putting West Indies to the sword in the first test of the summer, winning by 164 runs. Mm. The second test is about to start and Australia is widely expected to put them in the West Bindies. Yeah. Nice. I'd, as I was writing that, I was like, I better check that they're playing the West Indies. And then <laughs> I found out we're playing South Africa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this sounds good. Oh. So what, an easy easy win against the, the West yeah, Indies? Yeah, never really. Didn't really put them, put up much of a fight. Yeah, but is, is this exciting summer of cricket because they're playing so many countries? I don't really know. I'd, yeah, I'd have to hit up a couple of the cricket lovers for that one because yeah, yeah I, I watch it, but I don't really know why they're doing. Because you know how they do the Ashes and they do five five tests mm. all against England, and now they're playing West Indies and South Africa before Christmas. I don't even know who they're playing after Christmas. I don't. I'm think, pretty sure it's England at one point. Is it? Yeah, because I know that. I don't know. The popularity of cricket's gone down a little bit. I think after the 
the last ashes. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I couldn't even tell you why. Probably yeah. dips. Uh, it is a long, a very long period of, of all the summer leading into Big Bash. Uh, but if you're watching the Big Bash as well, uh, make sure you go for the Brisbane Heat. Heat. Shout out to the Heat. Heat. Uh, AFL has slammed, uh, been slammed after releasing seasons next season's fixture schedule during a Socceroos sudden death match against Argentina. It seems the AFL was overcompensating and trying to prove they are a bigger sport. Wow. It didn't work though as it was like a seven-year-old screaming out for attention while you're kicking the ball with your five-year-old. Look at me, look at me. (laughs) (laughs) You think this was intentional? Oh, for sure. It's massive. Yeah, I I was reading something as well um, that they did did something similar in the last World Cup as well, like just before the World Cup kicked off. Um, Yeah, so it was just like a uh, back in the day NRL and AFL used to rub their hands together when the soccer the the soccer failed sort of thing the Australian yeah. soccer team failed but yeah I'd, it looked it definitely uh, was poor timing and it's not like they didn't know yeah. that Australia was about to kick off against like their <laughs> biggest game in twenty four years or whatever it is so well that's back actually no eighteen years I don't know something a long time yeah <laughs> uh, and finally Maddie Ryan's teammate competing GK spot at goalkeeper spot okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> at uh, FC Copenhagen yeah. Football club. Yep. Yep. So the teammates at FC Copenhagen yep. and they're both vying for their goalkeeper spot. <laughs> so his teammate sends a wank tweet after his mistake that led to Argentina's second goal. Like a bloke who walks in the cubicle after you've done a wee and yells out how bad it smells like you've dropped a gnarly grogan to make you look bad. <laughs> what the fuck? So his teammate has dropped a, tre- a tweet. So they've obviously got this blood at FC Copenhagen. They hate each other. Yeah. And um, so he, I don't really know much behind it, but he must have, Ryan must have said something along the lines of he'd lost his spot at Copenhagen because of the, pol- the politics around the club and stuff. He's really not enjoying his time there. Uh. And um, so this cock, I have no other way of putting it, this cock, has put a uh, wank tweet up saying, um, "Oh yeah, must have been, must have been because the politics, hey," uh, with a like a smug uh, emoji. Oh, uh, um, yeah. What a In, dog! Insinuating that Maddie lost his club starting spot due to the lack of skill rather than club politics. So. Uh-huh. Jerk. Yeah. Too much drama. I oh, know. Just play the game. Grow up. Yeah, you're on the world stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the Shit Dad Sports Wrap and it is now time for this. Shit Dad Moment of the Week. Shit Dad Story of the Week, Cam. It is still my favourite time after 67 episodes. It is uh, still my favourite time of the week. And we've still got stories. And we've still got <laughs> stories. It's, isn't that, yeah, doesn't that yell, scream and shout, Shit Daddery? <laughs> yeah. Um, how about you go, mate? All right. Uh, so I, I saw, I've got one, but I forgot Miss Three's hat again. So remember last week how it was a day hotter than Satan's asshole, and I, <laughs> I forgot her hat and sunscreen. I've done it again. Luckily, it was a bit a bit cooler, um, and we were in the shade a lot more. Um, yeah, th- I, I did put down that this this day was hot, probably as hot as the friction burns between a uh, a fat guy's thighs after a ten k <laughs> run. But uh, my real shit dad story of the week um, is this morning after my second night shift. I took the boys, the two boys, grocery shopping uh, before school, 
so that I could mm-hmm. just chill around and do fuck all all day while <laughs> they were at school. <laughs> so dragging them along to the fruit shop and coals and running around. So you'd rather take the kids with you yep. in the morning and get it done than go by yourself? I got home from school, packed the groceries away. So I went straight from the groceries to school, dropped them off, yeah. got home, packed the groceries away and in 10 minutes flat and then I've literally just sat on the couch, <laughs> watched, watched wow. the new episode of Yellowstone, had a sleep, uh, and that's all I remember. Wow, that's yep. bold. I like that. I had a lunch beer as well. Oh, yeah. Yep. Why not? Definitely. Tis the season. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, because but I'll, I would normally do the opposite. So like drop them at daycare and if, if I'm doing, if I have to go, anytime I have to go to the shops, it's like how do I do it? Not with them. Yeah. But obviously mine are a bit younger. They insist on sitting in the trolley for two minutes. Oh, any other any other time, like if it's a weekend, mm. I'm I'm the same. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'll, I'll Mrs. can like if she if she's home, I'll just be like, do you, do you mind if I just go do the shopping now? Because yeah. she doesn't do, she doesn't want to do the shopping, so I'm like, because she hates crowds, so I'll go do the shopping. I do the cooking and the the planning and that. Yeah. So I'd rather leave the kids at home with her, but it was purely because I just come off night shift <laughs> and I was just like, I'm asleep all day. <laughs> nice one. Well, my my shit dad story for the week was uh, a mansion up front, Elf on the Shelf. Uh, and you, I saw so many funny things at the very start of the week, you know, 1st of December, of saying, warning, don't do it. And even Maddie Acton, uh, who came on the podcast, uh, you know, a few, yeah. few months ago, um, did a whole did a whole uh, TikTok video about, you know, his wife cheating on him and he goes in and it's up on the shelf. And he <laughs> said, no. Um, <laughs> it was pretty funny. So this, as mentioned, like I said, the motivation, you know, started off, I wouldn't say to start off strong. It was just like my wife bought it. I was like, okay, I'm on board. Night one, weren't really sure what we meant to do with it. So I was like, here we go. So I hung hung the elf from the sh- like the sh- kitchen chandelier upside mm. down. And I was like, are you just meant to kind of move it around the house? Mm. Uh, my daughter walks out in that morning. Look, you know, there's an elf, there's an elf and he's got to watch you for in the lead up to Christmas. Yeah. She looks up, completely unimpressed. She's just <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No, he's just hanging off just the hanging, line. you know. No so big. then night two, my wife's like, we really need to up the game. So she did the uh, snow angel in flower in the kitchen. Oh, God. Made a big old mess and the kids came out the next morning. Loved it. Wow. Oh, wow. wow, amazing. Kind of, all right, they're on board. Yeah. Uh, a couple of nights go by. Well, you know, forget now what we did, but, you know, tried to make a bit more of an effort as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then last night, uh, as mentioned, lying on the couch Trying to get some sleep, you know, it was a bit of chaos and uh, I get one of those, oh, shit moments, we haven't done it yet. Oh, no. So then I get it, I go into the kitchen, climb up onto the bench, put it in just a jug that's sitting on the very top top shelf. Mm. Uh, even less effort than hanging it from the chandelier. <laughs> yeah. daughter, daughter, and the, daughter and my son walk out this morning and look up, oh, there he is. Once again, super unimpressed. <laughs> so they really like. They really need to. You need to kind of use your imagination and oh, make it seem like this thing's see, alive. Because if it's just so sitting shit. there, like staring at them in a spot they can't reach yeah. it, it doesn't do the job. I feel like we put enough effort in as parents to try and entertain your kids on a daily basis. That you don't need to fucking carry on with an elf and I know. like for that long and stress yourself out at night time <laughs> about how you're going to entertain your kids for a split second the next yeah. day. Fuck that. But also, as I mentioned, we're going away on the weekend. It's going to have to come with us up the coast oh, and then no. it's going to have to come with us down when we go down to New South Wales oh. and then the, next, the following week. So Do you know the best part about that is when, when you go down south, you'll have more more minds, yes. more creativity yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, And we're definitely going to put it in the chicken pen and have the chickens like probably shit all over it. Or yeah, something. it'll come out <laughs> with shit all over it, yeah. 
So yeah, so that's my shit dad story of the week. Awesome. Well, that wraps up another episode, Camo. How are you feeling? Good, man. Yeah. Um, excited Excited for the break. Obviously, it'd be good to see Dave next week and yep. hear about how he's gone in the last few weeks. Yeah. yeah. He's been a bit sick, so um, mm. hopefully he's improved a bit. Sick and stressed, poor bugger. Um, final thoughts? Yeah. Um, obviously, a couple of things. So don't forget to uh, support the guys who support us. As mentioned, Smashing Fibers finish up uh, in about 10 days' time, 22nd of December. So get in quick while you can. Um, obviously, as well as the Black, Black Property Group. Um, so don't forget to uh, follow them on their socials as well. They've got some really great uh, stuff if you're living in, in the Griffin area as well. Um, and also, final thoughts for me. I, I had one around Christmas lights. First of all, do you put them up around the front of your house? And second of all, is it a dad's responsibility? No and yes. I, I agree with both of those. <laughs> <laughs> do you, is it one of those things once you start doing it, yes. once again you can't stop, so exactly. just never start? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any listeners who do do it, uh, uh, please send some photos and, and tell us whether you like it or not. I think I'm going to reiterate again that if you put enough effort in at home trying to entertain your kids on a daily basis... Christmas lights can do one. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it's good enough that you're putting up the tree yeah. on the 1st of December and letting the kids decorate it themselves. Yeah. That, for me, I'm like, yeah, that's Christmas. That's enough. Happy yeah. days. Yeah. Um, back it or sack it before the 1st of December, the Christmas tree. We did it really early this year, like mid-November. See, um, I'm sacking that. Yeah, I wasn't. it was not my choice, can I just say. <laughs> okay. I'm all about the 1st of December. <laughs> Redeemed. Um, but... It's, it's funny, it kind of skews you out of whack as well because you think it's like closer to Christmas than it is. Mm. So, um, yeah, definitely 1st of December. Definitely. Yeah. Gets you in the mood as well. Yeah. Get a buble on there in the background yeah. while you're putting the tree up. Yeah, get a Mariah. Yeah, have so a blaring. Do you know, it's funny this year, you know how you put you take uh, the gradual photos of the kids putting the tree up and like decorating it and stuff? I decided to do a, um, oh, what are the, what's the delayed video called? Uh, not slow motion. Uh Time-lapse. Time-lapse, yeah. yeah. So I did a time-lapse and it went for like two and a half minutes or something. But at the start it was like really relaxed. It was um, us putting the tree up, <laughs> really fun. I was just sitting there like fiddling with the, the leaves to, to brush them out a bit. Yeah. Kids had started decorating already. Life's good. We're all going, the missus came home, started stressing deluxe. I'm like, <clears throat> I knew what had happened because she hates putting the tree up with the kids because they're just fucking menaces. Yeah. And I was just like made a concerted effort this year to just be like, fuck it, whatever, make it as messy as you want, I don't even care. It's like this yeah. is your trick. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you could just see in the time lapse like for about 30 seconds in the middle of the time lapse is her like pulling her hair out. <laughs> <laughs> it was so Chasing good. Chasing around screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They broke the they broke the Christmas tree box and everything, but she and she's going off and I'm just sitting in the background like chuckling and Did she know it was good. filming? Oh, she knew eventually, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, don't put this up. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, no worries. I'll, <laughs> just tell, I'll just tell all our listeners it's all good. All right, my final thoughts um, is the feedback on the um, the Frontline Fathers, mm. episode one, um, that was released this Monday. Um, so get involved. It's only a 10-minute episode. Um, I'm going to try for the weekly thing. Um, so hopefully we get a few episodes in over Christmas as well if you're uh, craving a bit of shit daddery. Um, we're talking to emergency service workers about life as an emergency services worker and fatherhood um so yeah get involved if you like it let us know if you hate us hate it let us know and um, whatever you think it can however you think it can be better let us know um at shitdadport at gmail.com or on instagram nice one so whether you take something away from our shit data or not we thank you 
Once again, for taking some time out of your busy days to listen to it. And in the week ahead, don't be so hard on yourself. If you're trying to be better like you should, that's good because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids.